0: Episode 22, Bad Penny.
1: When I dropped out of my residency and returned home, I was not expecting to uncover a conspiracy with tentacles in every aspect of Western civilization. Perthrow, the corporation Frank works for, has a portfolio that includes common household products, agriculture, telecommunications, pharmaceuticals, and military tech, including weapons manufacturing. Frankenstein, oh, sorry, Dr. Winthorpe, Winthorpe, Winthrop? whatever, Frank, isn't just in bed with the military-industrial complex. He wears the latex catsuit and gimp mask. The safe word is slush fund. The trouble with fighting against a Leviathan like Perthrow is there's nothing definite or concrete to fight against. I mean, I could curse them all, which, is very tempting even though it would be a nightmare to pull off but i'd also be cursing every minimum wage worker and unpaid intern propping up the bloated corpse of capitalism how do you fight a corporation that can make governments dance to its tune? It's you. You know, you've got a lot of nerve to come back here, Malcolm.
2: Should I leave?
1: No, I'd rather know what you're up to. What is it this time? You'd better not have another teenager for me. Two is more than enough, thank you very much. That was
2: only the one time.
1: Yeah, when we first met, remember? Hi, here's an unconscious kid with extra body parts, tacked on with bubblegum and a prayer. See ya, bye. Now you walk back in after no word for months, what am I supposed to think?
2: Julia and Addison are out.
1: Yeah, otherwise I'd have kicked you out so they wouldn't have to run into you. Speaking of which, let me put a sign on the door just in case they come back early. Seeing you wouldn't be good for Addison. And Julia seeing you wouldn't be good for your health. There. Now we shouldn't be interrupted. Since I didn't get any panicked calls on the full moon, I assume I was correct that the lycanthropy didn't take.
2: Well, I didn't go furry, if that's what you're asking. I do get cravings for raw steak every now and then. And my sense of smell... What is that smell?
1: Oh, Otto puked on the carpet again. I cleaned it up right away, but you can still smell it? Yes, yes, you're cute. That's the only reason I haven't made you into stew yet. I'm a witch. It's been said we eat weirder things, little man. I cleaned it up right away, but you can still smell it? Yeah, my
2: vision, hearing, and sense of smell all seem quite a bit sharper.
1: Interesting. Seems like my hypothesis was correct in that the curse part of lycanthropy didn't take due to your nullification field ability thing. But the disease progressed as usual, affecting your base physiology.
2: Yeah, I got pretty restless, too, but I found an outlet for that, which is why I'm here.
1: I don't mix business and pleasure. You're going to have to find some other outlet.
2: I'll just ignore that one. I found something I was hoping you could take a look at.
1: I'm sorry, but there's no cure for asshole. Okay, what is it?
2: In the aftermath of the lab raid, I grabbed a file on another site that independently analyzed Frank's data.
1: Oh, hold on. I need more tea before I can deal with this bullshit. Coffee? Please. Cream? Sugar? Shortbread cookie?
2: Depends. Are they poisoned?
1: Hmm. Only if you're celiac, lactose intolerant, and maybe if you're diabetic, depending on glucose levels. But if I'd known you were coming, I'd have broken out the special arsenic for guests.
2: And you wonder why I drop in unannounced. Yes, please. I tracked down the other lab.
1: Where is it? Were there more experiments? How'd you find it?
2: It was in South Carolina.
1: Destroying the facility wouldn't destroy the data. It'll be stored in an off-site server somewhere.
2: Still sends a message.
1: Is that wise? If Perthro starts to see you as a threat.
2: They considered me one as soon as I defected.
1: I see your point. Are you okay? Was it, like, last time?
2: No, I mean, I'm fine. They're still breathing. Eliminating them didn't seem right. They're just analysts trying to figure out how to make Frank's work profitable, but they might have gotten some strong encouragement to resign.
1: You were restless and decided the best way to vent it was with some destruction of property and intimidation.
2: It's great stress relief. I highly recommend it. (laughs) Speaking of that, you really need to be careful with that podcast of yours. That's a lot of information that could be used against you. You also send too much sensitive information when you email colleagues and patients. Might want to consider sticking to one of those non-human languages you sometimes use.
1: What, like Enochian? My angelic is terrible. Wait, wait. Were you spying on me? Are you still spying on me?
2: Just enough to make sure Perthro isn't
1: still not okay would you prefer not to know if you're still being monitored i would prefer to know if anyone was spying on me including you
2: like you would have said yes if i'd asked you just barely tolerated me last time when i was useful and you only felt sorry for me because i was bitten
1: at least i'd have a say in the matter more than that it's a gross violation of my patient's privacy
2: Would you prefer they were tracked down through your activities? Because Perthro knows where you are and can tap into your data like that. It'd be a goldmine of potential subjects for them. They could track each and every one of your patients through that information, which also contains possible weaknesses to exploit.
1: Health and level of ability are not weaknesses.
2: Fine. Potential leverage, then. I pop in from time to time to scan for signs of Perthro, and that's it. Just because I see emails with subjects like your test results doesn't mean I open them. Do you want them to use you to get to your patients?
1: So, you demolished the facility. I'm assuming whatever you want me to look at came from there. A thumb drive? I'm not a technologically type person.
2: Technologically?
1: Shut up, I'm tired. Give it here. Ouch! It bit me!
2: What? Let me see.
1: (laughs) Not literally. (laughs) I forgot how literal humans can be. You say that like you're not human. Yeah, but I was afraid mundane would hurt your feelings.
2: That'd be a first.
1: It wasn't an actual bite. It just doesn't like me.
2: Hard to imagine.
1: You developed a sense of humor on your sabbatical. I don't like it. I should say, its magic doesn't like mine. I'm surprised your nullification field didn't indicate the spells on it. They might just be protections, but if not, it might corrupt the data.
2: Since I wasn't sure if there were spells on it, or what they do, I've been keeping it in a lead-lined case.
1: Where the hell would you even get a lead-lined case?
2: I just soldered some lead sheets inside a tin.
1: Oh. You think it'd work on my cell phone case? I keep zapping mine... Oh, then it wouldn't work at all. Please forget I even asked. I blame the aforementioned lack of sleep.
2: You really aren't a technologically type person.
1: Hey, I've already got two teenagers who like to mock me with my own words. You don't need a pile on to. Technomancy and my kind don't play well together. Luckily, I know someone who can crack this nut.
2: I don't get it. It's magic. You do magic. What's the difference?
1: Magic's a form of energy, and like other types of energy, it comes in different flavors.
2: Flavors? Mm
1: Mm-hmm healing and life are my wheelhouse obviously and to me it has all sorts of subtle variations like healing wounds feels kind of like sticky buns working with respiratory issues can feel like pop rocks other types don't have as much depth for me and my ability to work with them varies depending on the specialty Technomancy's like chewing on tinfoil.
2: Is that why you like to bake? You associate it with healing? What flavor is lemon shortbread?
1: Mm, Gluteal pressure wound.
2: Are you calling me a pain in the ass?
1: Have another cookie. Nana's far more of a kitchen witch than I am.
2: How is she, anyway, if you don't mind my asking?
1: She's... Away on a sabbatical of her own. If she were here, I'd have thrown you out on your ass. I know. I
2: wouldn't have come otherwise.
1: So you're doing a little benevolent, proactive spying and keeping tabs on who is and who isn't living here?
2: Would you prefer I'd have come by when Addison and your grandmother were here?
1: So these files. I know a guy. I can get this back to you.
2: No. I'm not letting this thing out of my sight. Why not? It was in a file with my name on it.
1: Okay, but I have a request of my own. Can I get a DNA sample off of you?
2: What? Like in a
1: cup? What? No, a cheek swab. There's a new illness going around that seems to only be affecting supernaturals. And it's rather concerning. I want to see if it can jump to non-magical humans, and you're the least magical person I know. Yeah, all right. Say ah! There we go. Thanks. I'll let you know if I find anything useful. Now, about this spying business, don't tell me you saw my browser history.
2: Don't worry. Your obsession with wombat poop is safe with me.
1: It's cubes. How does that even work? And why?
2: You have a fire-breathing dragon with a pouch it uses to stash treasure instead of carrying babies, and you can't wrap your head around wombat poop?
1: It's unnatural, is what it is. (laughs) You know, it's not many people can discuss bodily functions over food without turning green.
2: This is tame compared to some of the guys I served with.
1: Oh, the mysterious Malcolm reveals his military past. What is your last name anyway? Or is Malcolm your last name? Is it even your real name?
2: If I told you, I'd have to kill you.
1: And here we'd gone a whole 15 minutes without a single death threat.
2: You started it with the crack about poison. Does the bottom of this mug say, you've been poisoned? (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, Hazel, asshole. For the record, I did put the magical sock on the door to say that he's here. How'd it go?
3: Asskick is here, taken
2: to Krav Maga like a duck to water. Krav Maga, good choice. If you want, I could teach you how to shoot.
3: You'd give
2: me a gun? Yes. I don't know. That sounds kind of permanent. I can show you how to go for an arm or a leg. Either of those would stop me where magic wouldn't.
3: I'll think about
1: it.
2: Hey,
3: while you're being so helpful and all, can we hang you up and use you as a punching bag? It'd be great practice. Probably therapeutic for the kid, too. What is he doing here?
1: Prostate exam. You gross.
3: And that's my cue to leave. Come on, mighty warrior, let's
2: get you some food. Let me know when your guys ready to meet. I'll send you my number.
1: How do you Right, creepy man in black crap. We're still going to have to talk about the spying thing.
2: Your contact info's on your website.
1: We have a website? Yeah, me and Jules made it over the summer. Huh. You were serious about teaching Addison how to shoot?
2: Yeah. Even if they never have to use it, another skill might help keep them safe.
1: Everything in me says it's wrong to arm a child and teach them how to hurt someone but I also know that ignorance won't protect them. They'll at least feel safer with the knowledge, and I suppose a couple of GSWs are preferable to some of the things I could teach them.
2: Things like how to drain the life out of people?
1: You're not the one who has to comfort them when they wake screaming from nightmares where they relive what you did to them.
2: You know, I came here prepared to have a rational conversation like two adults, but somehow we still end up here.
1: Ah, that's because you forgot we don't like each other. You're a fascist asshole... I'm a snarky witch, Julia wants to beat your ass, and Addison wants to use you for target practice, and, oh, Otto wants to eat you. Frankly, it's amazing we haven't killed each other already. You're to be tolerated because I believe in using every tool at one's disposal, and you're one of the biggest tools I've ever met. You're useful, but you are not to be trusted, so, I'm going to lay down some ground rules. One, you call or text before showing up. No will be respected without question. And come in the back door, not the patient entrance. Two, street clothes only.
2: Sorry, turned in the brown shirt when I quit.
1: I'm not finished. C, you want to work on redemption? Then you will honor your offer to teach us, should we accept. That means no weapons outside of training areas. Any in need of transport will be brought in by us, not you. You will not be alone at any time you're here and you're to stay the hell away from the exam and patient rooms and the upper floors.
2: Upper floors? It's two stories.
1: That's what you think. You are at the bottom of the power structure here. Even Otto outranks you. Anytime you think I'm being unfair, just remember Addison and what they went through. Then ask yourself if they feel safe in their own home when you can come and go as you please. Some of my patients survived that hellhole. Yours is the last face they'll want to see in a safe place like their doctor's office. So I'm taking a huge risk by trusting you to be even a halfway decent person. I could have handed you over to our council for justice, but I didn't because I want to see the end of Perthrow more than I want to see you dead. Otherwise, I'd tell you to take that thumb drive and shove it up your own port. Now, get out of my house before I feed you to my dragon. And when I woke up, I was floating in the air over my bed. When I saw where I was, I fell flat on my butt.
3: So, like the exorcist, but less graceful.
1: (laughs) Please don't tell me you did the cross thing, too, because stitches there are awful.
3: Oh, I did not hear that.
1: I did not hear that. (laughs) 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 Everyone sleep casts at least once. It's a part of getting in tune with your magic. Did you ever wake up like three feet off the floor and nearly break your tailbone? No. But early on in my residency, I once had a dream where I had to sneak past a troll, so I tried to make him fall asleep. Not quite sure how I did it, but I managed to cast it on myself and ended up sleeping for something like 20 hours straight. Best day ever. Oh, adds, um, there's... Some sort of virus going around, so you might not want to hang around the clinic for a while because of your immunosuppressants. What? Can't I just wear a mask? We don't know how it spreads. A droplet? Airborne? Fluid? Fomite? Ugh!
3: Sounds like us masking in the clinic would be a good idea. Shit. I thought this was over. Then monkeypox and freaking polio. Now, this?
1: Climate change and destruction of natural habitats means more exposure to animal reservoirs, warmer weather means longer breeding seasons for ticks and mosquitoes, and most viruses like it warmer. And that's without people trying to personal responsibility public health. Hey, wait, what about my classes? Can I keep going to them? I'm making friends. Oh, crap, I hadn't thought about that. So far, no kids have been affected, but that doesn't mean anything, and asymptomatic carriers versus air filtration? I mean, it's possible, and some of your class groups are already outside, but when the weather turns...
3: Hey, ain't there some kind of air filtration spell? You'd be like the hamster ball of life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'd need to account for the size of the room, and depending on how many... I bet I could make one, or me and my class could do it. Yes, let's farm out public health to kids as a school project. What could possibly go wrong? It's a good idea. We do follow PPE better than grown-ups. They make a point. Uh, hell. We can do some research after dinner. Yes. That asshole's serious about giving you more tools. I told Malcolm not to show up again without texting first, as well as a whole list of rules, if he's allowed back here. Which is up to you.
3: Yeah, you think he'll
1: abide by them? He will if he knows what's good for him. Why is he back? You said the Elders warned you, but they didn't say why? He has a thumb drive he stole from Perthrow that's magically encrypted.
3: Can't he just bust those with his null shit?
1: Tech magic can be embedded into the files themselves, not just the hardware. I don't even know if his ability would negate the spells, or if they set off some alarm letting them know where he is.
3: Oh, don't tell me you're gonna try and decrypt that thing. Remember the last time you tried to put a spell on that defibrillator? The whole place stank like ozone for days. Hey,
1: it saved that Minotaur, so it was worth it. Stupid voltage safety thresholds. No, I was gonna take it to a friend. Could Perthro track it somehow? It's in a lead-lined case, which blocks all wireless signals, and it won't be plugged into any computers here, ever. Perthrow knows where we are. Just because they haven't done anything yet doesn't mean they won't. It's very difficult to get to Nana's new place, and it's not very well known to begin with, so you two have that as an option.
3: Just because he's the enemy of our enemy doesn't make him our friend, Hayes.
1: I just want to use him. Wait, that sounded wrong. Oh. Hey, what's for dinner? Crap. Uh, uh, grilled cheese and tomato soup?
3: Jeez, Hayes, they need protein after that workout. Come on, ads, I'll show you how to make chicken enchiladas. Cooking's a self-defense skill if you live living with her. <laughs>
1: Hey, cheese is protein.
0: Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written and performed by Brenna Anderson-Dowd as Hazel, Frederick Elmore as Julia, Taryn Baldwin as Addison, and Keith Baldwin as Malcolm. Sound editing by Frederick Elmore. Music by Kevin Elmore. Special thanks to Give This Prompt a Try on Tumblr. Find us on Facebook at Care and Feeding of Werewolves. Tweet us at Care Werewolves or email us at feedingwerewolves at gmail.com. Please rate and review. Care and Feeding of Werewolves is a podcast distributed by Kerfuffle and Chaos Productions and licensed under a Creative Commons non-commercial attribution sharealike 4.0 international. All content on the Care and Feeding of Werewolves podcast is fictional and for entertainment purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek out the advice of your doctor or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or Or delay in seeking it because of an episode. Reliance on any information provided by Care and Feeding of Werewolves, Kerfuffle and Chaos Productions, or anyone involved with the production of this podcast is solely at your own risk. And cheese is a perfectly good protein to eat after a workout. Or During a depressive spiral at 2 a.m., in your underwear, straight from the bag, cheese is versatile like that.